Welcome in to another new podcast from Codings Pro Magazine. As always, I'm your host, Ben DuVos, news editor with the AMP Publications team. Today, we're speaking with Ryan Amato of Amato Painting and Lehigh Valley Epoxy Coatings. Amato Painting was one of the winners of our recent Coatings Pro Contractor Awards, so we're going to be discussing that. But we're also going to be talking more broadly about their keys to success as a contract company, lessons they've learned that might be applicable to other contractors, and all sorts of things that are going on out in the industry these days, any relevant trends, feedback they're hearing from clients, and so on and so forth. Ryan, thank you so much for taking the time. How are you? I am great, and I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Ryan, I think a good place to start, if you could, just give us some background on your personal career and that of Amato Painting and Lehigh Valley Epoxy Coatings. Sure. So uh, we are in the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania. We're right on the border of Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So we're in a really nice um, established and uh, high volume area for residential and commercial projects. Uh, myself, uh, our whole family or my whole family has been involved in the painting industry as long as I can remember. From my uh, great grandfather to my grandfather to to my father to three of his brothers, um, even my wife's grandfather uh, and uncles are all in the painting industry in one way or the other. Uh, I I began in the New Jersey Painters Union. Uh, I was there for 18 years. I started when I was uh, 18 years old. Uh, I had a lot of great people behind me as I was an apprentice training me and teaching me, uh, you know, and making making mistakes along the way and just working with very knowledgeable craftsmen on commercial coatings, essentially in the painters union. Uh, from there, I decided um, it was really after 9-11 when, when kind of the economy was was in shambles a little bit work was getting to be harder to come by. I slowly began to, to start my, my own company uh, in the residential field. So I started there and really honestly, friends and family got our business uh, off the map uh, and started by just referring us out to other friends and family. Uh, and it kind of took off from there, from, from myself alone so then I hired my father and my cousin to we've been up to as high as 40, 40 employees, um, subcontractors, uh, I mean, you name it. And we've we've done all kinds of different work from commercial to residential to facilities to to, you know, epoxy as as in the award that we've won here. So what are the areas of emphasis for you guys as a company? What is it that makes a motto? different and unique for example i know amato painting and lehigh valley epoxy coatings they've got different names for a reason just explain i i suppose the genesis of the company into what it's become today and what your areas of expertise are sure and when we've had many different variable uh business models over the years and uh, we've learned you know our lessons we've learned what we're strong at um when I started, we started with residential painting solely. Uh, it was not really my experience. My experience is, is commercial and industrial coatings. Um, 
but we needed those type of projects, you know, have to be financed. Usually you're looking at 30, 60, 90 day pay terms, and we were not in a position at that point to, to do that type of work. But slowly, as the business grew, we would add in some commercial work, facility work, which I love. Um, with that type of work comes some struggles again with with pay and with you're you're at the mercy of the contractor scheduling. You don't control the schedule. So as as we've moved along in our company, we made the decision to to really work direct for facilities where we're able to pretty much control the schedule and pretty much control the payment terms, which I think is important to to small to medium sized companies. So we're not financing somebody else's project. We're, we're mm. paid on our terms. Um, it's a lot less stressful and it's really worked out for us. As far as Ryan Amato painting and Amato painting, when we started and it's been, geez, 12, 13 years now for the painting, I always wanted to go back to the epoxy coatings, polyurea coatings, you know, multiple part um, coatings. That was my experience. Hmm. But I wanted to make sure that we had the proper uh, contractors and uh, employees who can prepare these surfaces and, and apply these products correctly. Otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of struggles. When we were doing this work as a motto painting, I just always felt on a, on a branding level and a marketing level to have, you know, Mike's painting show up or Amato painting show up to do your epoxy coating, which is a different ball game than, than painting a wall. Um, we wanted to rebrand it to, to Lehigh Valley epoxy coatings. I just think it, it works out a lot better for us. It, it gives the customer um, a better feeling and kind of differentiates us from the other local painters in the area. Another part of your branding, you've got a YouTube channel at Ryan Amato Painting Easton. That's Ryan Amato, A-M-A-T-O, Painting Easton, E-A-S-T-O-N. You've got dozens, maybe hundreds of videos spanning the years as part of a marketing effort on your part. Why is adopting new media and going the extra mile for things like that may not have an immediate financial benefit but clearly you believe that in the long run it's advantageous why is that such a big part of your belief for i suppose your business model and the future of your company yeah and it, and it was from the beginning i always wanted to be to be open and honest and nothing drives me uh crazier and my son will attest to this who who helps with the marketing and really heads it up I don't enjoy the before and after pictures, um, <laughs> just popping out before and after pictures every day. Uh, mm. That's great. It should be assumed that you do good work. And, you know, we do put some before and after pictures out, but I wanted to show in in our business and I wanted to show other businesses in, in the painting and coatings industry or any business, the bad things that happen uh, because they do. You, you run into to bad customers, you run into bad contractors that you're working for, you have sometimes bad employees, sometimes the job goes wrong. I, I wanted to put it all out there and just, just show everything from 
how we deal with you know personal matters at home because it affects what's happening at work or how do we deal with a, a bad employee or a good employee um, it and I started that from the beginning with our YouTube channel um, I might drive the office crazy because we record everything um, <laughs> with the, the camera is always on good or bad um, and we like to re respect the employees and if they don't want it out there i won't put it out there but as far as myself i will put i'll put everything out there and, and it's over the years it's really given us some opportunities I've, i was able to do a presentation for for benjamin moore at their headquarters for all of their employees um i, I have contractors call me uh she's a few times a month four or five times a month just to help them with with their business models i i've never charged anybody for it. Um, I just like to help other companies. Um, and it's also the other end goal of this was to educate our customers and potential customers before they became our customers. Mm. So I don't like to drive around all day and, and just do estimates all day for somebody who has no idea who we are or what we offer or the the price that we command and the value that we bring. So I wanted to show that well before um, I'm coming out to do an estimate or Kyle or, or one of our other estimators. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned employees a few times. I believe you said at your peak, you've had about 40 of them, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. So obviously crew members are important to any job. That goes without saying. But I think where your focus on branding might be especially beneficial, we're heading into a decade. I mean, it could be longer than that, but definitely looks like the 2020s where workforce development is a huge concern for contractors across the industry. And I'm guessing that this type of positive branding and getting your name out there is something that might help you on that front. Just explain if you could Amato Painting's approach to workforce development, how you reward those good crew members as you referenced earlier. Just explain how all of this ties together and what you try to do to make sure that you have the workers and the crews you need in order for your business model to succeed at the scale you want it to. That's a great question and we're very fortunate and I'm very grateful. We have not had one issue at all finding interesting contractors um, or or employees so we're we're a little mixed we in years past we had only employees I used to believe that you had to have employees you had to train them I wanted them to be all our people uh, I didn't really agree with some of the other companies whose business models were all subcontractors and then I learned pretty quickly that it's really hard to manage 40 some employees when they're out mm -hmm. in the field um, so we, we've kind of switched over to, geez, almost 80%, uh, subcontractors and, and 20% employees, namely our, our epoxy, um, applicators, our employees. I, I like to have a little more control over that application, but it's always been about in the last eight years or so. Hiring people, I always say to the team at home, would you have this person you're about to hire to your house? Would you have them come to your house and sit down and have, you know, a soda or, or a beer or 
uh, have them around your family because if if you're not going to have them to your house and around your family why would you send them to to a customer of yours either a, a residential customer uh, or a business very good luck again using our youtube channel uh, facebook instagram uh, TikTok, even uh, or our podcast expressing our values as a company and only hiring people who who meet and match those values which are dependability accountability and we like a family type atmosphere if you came into our office you'll see a very large wall with just family pictures all over it we i don't want somebody just to come in work eight to four and then go home and we never talk to them again uh, like i know everything personal that's going on with people in my office they come and they they open up to each other and we help them with whatever they need we have a very open policy at inside the office that if you need to go do something like family comes first always mm -hmm. work will be there family we want to make sure everybody's healthy and happy so um again putting everything out in in video it's it's more about not showing your work all the time actually i i'd like to go the reverse and um our our potential painters and and subcontractors will see the videos that we put out what we what we demand if you're going to work with us we have certain expectations that that have to be met and again will i have you at my house because we don't want to end up a month from now dealing with and we all do dealing with an irrational employee or a subcontractor that you hired mm -hmm. who is just off the wall we want to have people that when we have our our picnics and um, functions at the office we feel comfortable around them and they're part of our family so let's talk about the industry as a whole you've been doing this for 15 20 years you mentioned the economy coming off of 9-11 in that period so let's say mid to late 2000s mm -hmm. how how has the industry changed over that time in terms of i suppose demands from clients shifts in coding technologies or regulations what is life like in the early 2020s as a contractor that's different from 15 20 years ago when you were first exploring getting involved with those union shops in new jersey I'll tell you the big thing that has changed um, for us is when I first started, I was very adept uh, at using social media, using Facebook ads, Google ads. When I first started using Facebook ads, I would go to an estimate and people would say, oh, my friend used you or this friend used you. And it was really that they, did, they didn't use us. They just clicked like on our post or my post. Um, so I thought, huh, there's something here. So we started really low with a $5 Facebook ad. Um, nobody was using Google ads. So I was essentially running Google. When you, if you if you typed in painter, uh, we would pop up. So the major thing was we show up. We show up for our estimates. Um, and that's something that has not changed. I know that's not answering your question, but when I go to an estimate, invariably somebody says, I'm, I'm surprised you showed up. It's, a, it's an issue with our industry. Um, 
or maybe many contracting industries from my experience just at my own house uh, having somebody you can trust and show up in terms of what i was getting into with social media now the other companies have caught up so everybody's doing google ads right everybody's doing facebook ads so it it actually made us step up our game with with our creative presentation you know we're using everything from facebook again to TikTok, uh to to twitter to anything you name we're using and we're using it in very specific ways linkedin is is very good to reach business people and facility directors and the people that we want to talk to uh, without being salesy so we're not in your face i'm not going out to an estimate and asking you to sign on the spot so in in terms of that so that's the big one is social media has definitely changed um and it's it's obviously changing again with all of the ai functions that are coming out uh that's another one that we're on top of right now and i think that's going to be a, a big thing in the future in terms of codings i mean codings that are just changing all the time and when the codings change the application tools change so if we're not teaching our painters and and our contractors how these coatings perform their production slows down which changes our estimates and it just goes all downhill so and, and it starts with the representatives from the from the painting companies whether that's you know Sherwood Williams Benjamin Moore or everybody else that offers coatings Rust-Oleum um, if they're not helping us with information we're not helping our contractors with information it's hurting our estimating uh, team it's hurting our production team it just hurts everybody so a lot of changes in coatings you know what can we use solvents in in some of our coatings you know it depends where we're at and who we're working for and it's it's been keeping ahead of everything whether it's social mm-hmm. media whether it's the coatings whether it's the business world um, hiring if you if you're too slow, you're going to be in trouble. You mentioned Benjamin Moore and some of the other manufacturers and vendors that you work with. How important are those relationships when it comes to maintaining and making sure that when it can be a material or an equipment, whatever the case may be, that you have a positive relationship with the technology developer so that you can get your questions resolved on the spot in an efficient way. Just talk if you could about the importance of maintaining those relationships up and down the chain. Absolutely. And it again, I'm very grateful for the relationships that we have. And maybe I have um, a different relationship than other companies. We we buy a lot of products. So um, I'm just assuming that maybe gets us a little different access. So I have a bunch of different reps and I also have a direct line to their supervisors um, who just help us out tremendously uh, and we do have some representatives that aren't that aren't strong and it makes it very difficult because uh, you may be on a project where something odd happens and you need an answer on the spot because you have a two-part product mixed up and it's curing on you too fast and you need it you need an answer so if they're not available to you it makes it very difficult and generally it means that you look at a different company whose rep 
is super strong. So one of the big things for us is, again, I like to try and give feedback on new products. So we're always being given uh, things that aren't out on the shelf yet. I like to try them out because I want to know how they perform before I hand it to uh, or, or I estimate it for a homeowner or a facility. I want to make sure what I'm saying is actually true and it performs. So that's always been a big thing. I've had access to information and, and new products that come out. If we have a large job and somebody didn't order enough product, again, we from, from the two big manufacturers that we use, they're very, very good at expediting and pulling product in for us. We never had an issue during the pandemic with materials at my company personally. Um, and that was namely because our reps are just super strong um, and would pull material for us and as well as our team planning well ahead. Do you have any tips for other contractors when it comes to building those relationships or anything else that you all do as a company that enables your success? Sure, absolutely. It's just, it's really be honest. Uh, one thing my representatives will know is I'm not going to go golfing with them. I'm not looking to take anything from them. I, I'm not looking for gifts. I don't need any of that to do business with you. I just need honesty. So if, if I'm honest with my representative that um, we prefer not to use this product from you, but we are, I'm being honest, we're going to use another product from somewhere else. Uh, for us, pricing is not the, the, the most important thing from a manufacturer because they're all going to beat each other's prices. If I go to the one and, and tell them that the other one's charging me $20, they're going to give it to us for $19. That's not important to me. What's important to me is that they're honest, reliable, uh, dependable, and they're there when we when we need them. And and for that to happen, again, just like your employees and your your contractors, you have to be available and create a relationship with them. Um, and that goes with with You know, even I will go visit the store. I want to see what's going on. I want to talk to the people within the store, not just our representative, but the people behind the counter who who really um, make everything happen. I want to talk to them all the time. I want to know what's going on. Um, how can how can we help them? Hmm. How can they help us? So it's it's having that open relationship and not just using them uh, for pain. It's more gotcha. like I know what my representatives' families uh, have going on. I know where they live. Um, it's being a friend, hmm. being of service, both ends on both ends. So I know you guys have certainly received your recognition over the years from clients, from the vendors that you work with, as, you, as you've been describing, and you were just recognized, as I mentioned off the top of this podcast, by the 2023 Coatings for Contractor Awards, where you guys were one of the winners in our commercial concrete category for the wood epoxy floor project. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I know you've had a number of highlight jobs over your careers, things that stand out, what was it about that project that made it memorable? It was a mistake. Um, <laughs> that's what made it memorable. We, I had estimated a completely different job. And what's I find very interesting and fun 
is with that was a metallic epoxy with metallic epoxies you don't typically know what you're going to end up with and it changes depending on who is applying it so when we showed up to that project we had totally different colors a totally different uh, scheme that was wanted by the the owner of that project but in the morning he simply went up to to kyle who uh, heads up all of our epoxy he's he's amazing and asked him if he could create a wood-like floor with epoxy so we had never done it before but you know we're up for a challenge and um it it has turned out that floor turned out so amazing that we've now done i think it's our fifth one to match that floor because people see that picture they want a wood floor uh, or lvt planks and they find out that it's just not cost effective for them and epoxy has many other benefits than um, any type of other floor um so it was really the surprise of what, of what we ended up with yeah and and winning an award like this or, or, or namely this award um really just goes back to to our people that are on site it's it's not again to show our you know look at all our awards that are on the wall which we have a lot of them and i'm, I'm very grateful for them but it's it's our team who care so much about these jobs like they'll do anything in the world to make sure the customer is happy uh they sometimes will not take the time to to look back at what they've accomplished and all these amazing jobs they've done um and to take the time to show the, the guys like look this is a, a a major accomplishment a major award um to sit back and look at those things and, and it makes me think of how grateful i am for for the team that i have and hopefully they realize the work that they do is is just amazing are there any common themes when we talk about the feedback that you get from your clients i'm guessing like certainly for this job creativity would be at the forefront of the list i imagine just yep. developing something that again it wasn't even really the scope going in what do your clients typically say about Amato painting or Lehigh Valley epoxy floors? Are there any common themes there? Absolutely. It's communication and, and dependability, and it's always praising the communication of, of Kyle, who's in the field, and Christina in the office. And if you don't communicate with your customers, namely if, if they accept the job, they want you to do the job, and they don't hear from you for a month or two, it starts to put concerns in their in their minds. So we like to contact our customers. Maybe we're a bit over the top uh, weekly. Even if the job is 8, 10, 12 weeks out, we like to contact them weekly, whether that's an email, a phone call, a text message, just to let them know that we're still here and we're thinking about their project and hopefully everything is going well. But if you look at our reviews or when I go out to an estimate, even this morning, it's how great your communication is i was 10 minutes for an estimate late for an estimate this morning and we called the customer and that was the first thing he mentioned he was so impressed that mm. we had just called to say we're going to be late but there, there are things you should be doing um not everybody does them but they're certainly noticed absolutely i would think so 
Folks, that is Ryan Amato, owner of Ryan Amato Painting. Lehigh Valley Epoxy Coatings is their epoxy flooring brand. Ryan, before we sign off, uh, for anyone who's listened to this and wants to learn more from either your company or you personally, what's the best way that they can do that? Talk about some of the resources that you have on the web where people can either get in touch with you or learn more about what you and Amato Painting are doing out in the field. Absolutely. So LinkedIn is big for me. You can find me on LinkedIn at Ryan Amato. Uh, I will talk to anybody about anything. If you need help with your your business or you just have a question, feel free to reach out. I I will get back to you in any way possible. Um, so LinkedIn, uh, the business is on LinkedIn. Ryan Amato Painting, Lehigh Valley Epoxy Coatings. We are on YouTube with two different channels. We are on TikTok. We're on Instagram um facebook we're all over the place or you can check out our websites at it's ryanamatopainting.com or lehighvalleyepoxycoatings.com and we're, we're always out to help you even our clients if if you need help and you're not even going to use us we'll help you outstanding i think that's the approach everybody's in this together and so even if it's competition, even if there's not a direct benefit to it. At the same time, what's good for one company is probably good for the industry as a whole, right? Absolutely. 100%. Perfect. Very good sentiment to end on, I think. Folks, that is Ryan Amato, owner of Ryan Amato Painting and Lehigh Valley Epoxy Floors. That'll do it for today's episode. For us here at Coatings Pro, you can find us on the web at coatingspromag.com or search for Coatings Pro Magazine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We've got a presence on all of those platforms. Just, again, search for Coatings Pro or go to coatingspromag.com and you can find all of our resources there in terms of articles, videos, podcasts, webcasts, and so on and so forth. If you have not already subscribed to this, the Coatings Pro interview series, please do on your podcast provider of choice, Apple, Google, Spotify. We should be across the board by this point. Just subscribe to us and you can get all of these episodes just as soon as they come out. Again, for Ryan Amato, I'm Ben DuBose with the AMP Publications team. Thanks as always for listening, and please come back soon for another new episode from the Codings Pro interview series.